0: Hi, and welcome back to a new episode of A Twin Vantage. You are on with Roman and... Tyler, and I'll be honest with you, I'm super excited to go for number two. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've am i been thinking about it nonstop since our last podcast. Me as well. So, quick reminder to our listeners. Last week, Tyler and I kicked off our A Twin Vantage podcast with a trip down memory, memory lane to revisit some of our most salient memories from early childhood, and to really just begin comparing our memories around uh, what was most memorable, how we remembered them similarly or different, and kind of what that meant for us both growing up and what that means for us now as adults. Yeah? Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, it was great. So this week, we wanted to move forward in time a little bit and talk about our most salient memories from our junior high years, which I think 12 years old, 13 years old. And again, begin to compare how we might remember similar things, uh, shared experiences, same or different, and how that contributed to our childhood and how that contributes to maybe some of the choices and ways we live our lives now. Mm -hmm. So Tyler, let me ask you, 12, 13 years old, We're in junior high. You think about that time quick, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh
1: first thing that comes to mind is um there's I don't think there's a word to to I can say to to describe the whole thing, so I'll say it in a sentence. The first time in our lives that that I think you and I went different directions. Really? And I think we we kind of grew our own friends, we went our own ways. Did our different things? Yeah, I I think that was the start of it, and a lot of conflict. But we talked about that last week. We're not going to talk about that this week. But well, we talked about competition last week, not so much conflict. I I think conflict breeds competition, or you can say it the other way: competition breeds conflict. But I think it's all in the same. But I think this was really the starting point of, you know, when we went to elementary school, we. It was obviously they're very neighborhoody schools. Um, yeah. Okay. They're really not were. these. You know, that's that's the best word I can think of. Where these people in your neighborhood you knew were going to be in your class, you didn't have to go very far to find someone that was going to be in your school. So junior high starts, and it's it's a melting pot of of different elementary schools. So there's a whole lot of people you've never met before, and have the opportunity to meet these these new friends. And I think from there, that was the start of us going completely opposite directions for us inevitably to end
0: up completely opposite (laughs) direction.
1: direction.
0: So do you remember that our junior high had something called teams? And so like when you went, you were assigned a team and like that group of students were the ones who ended up in all the classes together, even though you were changing classes, it was always with people in your team.
1: I don't remember that.
0: Yeah. It was like 7A, 7B, 7C, and then 8A, 8B, 8C or whatever. And, and they not, don't put siblings in the same team. It sounds really familiar, but
1: I it's just so long ago that I I don't remember like the super specifics of it.
0: Okay. So but you remember we went we started our paths diverged. Oh yes, they did. In what ways? Like what what ways do you think?
1: Um and I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of. I don't want to say out of turn, but I don't want to speak um, because what I remember what you did might not be what remember you remember the way you did it. Um, in middle school, I remember you were more of the call it troublemaker. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, because like a- if we want to look at a whole lifestyle, I've probably probably won that sure. shit head over you. But if we're talking about those years, those two years, yeah, those, just those two specific years at 12, that 13, you really pressed the buttons and you really tested those boundaries where I, I knew we were going to talk about this week, this, this week uh, we were going to talk about that. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought how I was just really, really observant in middle school. There wasn't much to me. I was, I was very bland. I didn't, causing trouble i went to my classes i had decent grades i didn't make many friends i just remember it being a very bland two years but being twins and living with you and every day seeing you you lived the complete opposite style of that i did you were you you met all these crazy new friends and you you had to get a new haircut you had to get new clothes (laughs) And now know I'm. I know I'm looking at you like, wow, this guy's this guy's popular. That my brother's popular. This is great. This is such an in for me, but it never was an in for me because you, you, hey, you, you said I was adopted. <laughs> <You> said, <okay. laughs> it was the worst two years, and I was never. I was really tiny. I never, you know, I never grew into myself until sophomore year. So, I'm gonna have to reflect on you for this this week because, oh boy. again, for me. I really wanted to
0: have some really interesting stuff for you. Are you saying I, that your junior high years were so unremarkable you don't even have anything to say about them?
1: The the one the biggest thing I remember. There's two things I remember from 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 middle school, and I'm I'm swear to you I'm handing it off, and I will reflect with you. Oh, okay, boy. is uh, seventh grade going into middle school? There was a seventh grade assembly where everyone joins in the. Uh, the gymnasium and the principal's talks. And okay, <laughs> I'm this tiny white guy, man. And it was a very diverse school. And, and we lived in an area where there were some pretty, pretty, pretty bad spots. So there was some intimidation going into middle school, I think, with any anybody. But immediately within t- 10 minutes, this principal saying, like 9 out of 10 kids is going to get in a fist fight. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> nope. nope. Go back sixth This grade, place yeah.
0: for me, yeah.
1: I'm not I'm going to be an observer. I'm not even going to talk. And then another big uh thing I remember is 7th grade and this is why I I think I resorted to just being this. I'm not talking, I'm not starting any drama. Um I don't know if you remember Cornell Wallace? Yeah. You know, he's you know, Pop what was he called? Popcorn. I don't know if they there was a nickname Popcorn or Pop Tart or uh, whatever yeah, i it was, remember i remember uh, he just got in his fight this vicious when people slammed the heads of the lockers and
0: yeah there were bad fights at school
1: yeah and I'm just like this is you know what not for me
0: <laughs>
1: and i just laid low and just did my did my thing and i i other than that there was there was nothing for me in middle school that that resonates enough to, to make any, any
0: good conversation. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I don't really remember you in school either. No, no, you shouldn't have. I was barely there. I don't. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: yeah. I'll acknowledge I did. I mean, I, I was quite the social butterfly in junior high. That was probably like the most, if I ever was popular, it would have been those two years. For sure. Um, but, and, and then it, it all went kind of downhill from there. But yeah, so I, I had lots of friends and I got in trouble all the time. I was in detention and in school suspension all the time, just because I couldn't get to class on time because I was talking between class breaks mm-hmm. all the time. But what do we have I, four,
1: four, four minutes.
0: It's something like that. F- four, four to five? six minutes. Yeah. And yeah. I would, I would need those extra two minutes every. Every class. Every six periods, yes. Yeah. But so I, d- I did. I got in trouble a lot. And I didn't do like great at school. But that's what I remember. But when I think about junior high years, the thing that I remember most or reflect on or tell stories about the most isn't about school. It's about our baseball team. Baseball, really? Yeah.
1: Can can I interject for 30 seconds? I'll give it right back to you. Sure. You were just saying you remember like, (laughs) I don't want to say junior high was the height of your popularity, man, because gosh, it's so subjective to if it's a real friend or not, but I do remember a big portion. You know, I dragged your coattail through junior high through baseball. Now that you said that we had a very big fan base for our team and there was notebooks made, there were uh, followers and, you know, let's not say number 22 was on the top of that notebook and, you know, but whatever. Who was 22? So of course everyone had 20. He was, he was a debonair and handsome and smooth. And, and so I I knew if I could say, yeah, yeah, that's my twin. Yeah. I got this. (laughs) No, no, no. He says you're adopted. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. (laughs) I forgot.
0: I didn't actually tell people that I only said that in front of you to, tease you. And so the other 20 people that
1: brought that to my attention were just jerks. Just it was a rumor that, you know, jerks. Uh, so that's jerks, yeah. It's just a bunch of punk. You would never do that, right? No. No, 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 no. no. I looked out for you. Uh-huh. Once. <laughs> but you remember, <laughs> I do
0: remember. I was a very special moment. But get back to the baseball.
1: baseball. Tell me tell me why that was so important to you.
0: Man, I I talk about our baseball team all the time. So the way I remember it is this. I'm in band the, class. Let's say it was the Knights. Let's go ahead and just say uh, the team name was the Knights. The so Knights. We can, yeah. Yep. So I was in band class, and there was this other set of twins who were good friends of ours that lived up the street. Kyle, Kyle and, and Gavin. And, that's right. Yep. And I forgot which one it was, but one of them said, hey – Roman, do you want to be on a baseball team or starting a new baseball team at my church? So, this wasn't the school baseball team. It was like a rec league. And I was like, sure. And then I asked you if you wanted to play. And and the church had this baseball field on the back. Their youth group leader, Chris, was the coach. And we Former just. Don't... Minor league player. Yeah, he was a great player. He was a great coach, great and player. Great let's, coach. let's give him all the credit, all the credit in the world. Fantastic guy. That's right. But what I remember most is when we first started playing, we were horrible. We lost seriously every single game, I think, our whole first season, except for maybe towards the end of the season, we started winning. Now, I'm going to tell you the way I tell the story. I want to know if you remember it the same.
1: Yeah.
0: So it was a bunch of kind of misfits, it seemed like. um. Oh. There was like one kid and his dad who were, I think, wanted to be all-stars, and they actually got kicked off the team or just wasn't a good fit. But once that cleared up and we finally won our first game, the way I remember it is that after that, we never stopped winning. That we finished our first year strong on a winning streak. We got bumped up to the next kind of division, and then that whole second year, we went—if not undefeated, maybe all but one game—won. And the way I I remember it is, like we didn't have really many superstars on the team except for obviously Eric. But Eric Ruffalo, yeah, pitcher, was, third baseman, leadoff hitter. Yeah, first base, whatever stud. it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, fastest guy. <laughs> but but it was that Chris, our coach taught us how to play as a team how to move as a team how to think as a team how to communicate as a team how to always back up the other player and just good basic fundamental baseball that didn't rely on one or two guys and we just won all the time after that and i i bring that forward into my life all the time i tell that story when i speak about leadership or i speak about building teams as i talk about the knights and say you know it wasn't that any of us were superstars at baseball, but really that we had a great leader who taught us how to function as one, and we were unbeatable. Yeah,
1: that was. Now that that was the best part of, of middle school for me was was the after school baseball. I mean, we I, I love baseball, and, and for anyone who wants to know, I'm a gigantic baseball fan. I I have uh, always followed baseball. Always will follow baseball. Love playing baseball too old to play baseball, but still still consider myself uh, pretty knowledgeable on the game. And yeah, aficionado. I aficionado, aficionado, absolutely. Um, I love to follow it. Just I just it's fun to me. You know, I just have fun doing it. Love numbers. You know, a lot of people follow. Uh, I've referenced this before. It's like a lot of people follow reality TV, Atlanta Housewives, or Real World, or you know, for me, it's
0: <laughs> real world. Is that even still a show?
1: I, I, don't, even, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, 2006. I don't know. I, so I follow, I follow real. That's that's my reality TV is, is sports. You, you can't get it wrong. It's always factual. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I remember losing all the time and still having a really good time. Yeah. That whole first year. I could have cared less if we won or lost. That was the first time that I think you and I, other than, you know, you played the trumpet and I think you started, did you start in seventh grade or was it sixth grade? It was, I think it was fourth or fifth. Yeah. And, and I think I started maybe a year before you or the same year. um, With piano. With with piano. Yeah. Yeah. And so for those people, let's say three, four years, all I, you know, it was go to lessons, practice piano. So this was the first time I was out doing any kind of real physical activity. And so it was it was just a whole bunch of fun. And like you said, these twins, Gavin and Kyle down the street, uh, invited us to do this baseball. Well, we were good friends with them already. So even just going, right. out out, going out and hanging out with them and playing ball, win or lose, was going to be a win. And we were just getting out. We're having fun. Um. Now when you get in that second season, I don't I I don't remember anyone getting kicked off the team. That was the um, first
0: season that happened.
1: Yeah, I just I really can't remember that. I'm not saying it didn't I have no memory of that. That first season was just it definitely happened. Um, no, I yeah, I do you, do you remember who it was? Like I can remember a uh, was a little short guy. Shortstop, shortstop. Yep. That's right. The shortstop, right? He yep. always had to have fancy cleats, fancy bat. Yeah, it's, that, just the, it's just the just wrong primary. team for him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now I know exactly what you're talking about now. So um you, know, you played center field, right? I did. Number twenty two. I played second base, number twenty-five. And not only okay, so you say we lost the whole first season, we did, but that was our first season. So yeah. going into that second season, you have a whole year of practice. <laughs> now you've now you've got this year of camaraderie, not that it really matters when you're thirteen. But it feels so much better winning than losing, doesn't it? Way better. Way better. So when you started winning, what happened in junior high? What happened that eighth grade for you? About for winning? The, really, really for the team, yeah. I mean, I you mentioned earlier where you want to say we started getting noticed. I mean, I remember, noticed grade,
0: I remember what you were talking about where, like, The other students in the school, even though it wasn't the school team, like we gained some kind of following from our friends. Yeah, and they would. Yeah, man. They were like making gear, right? They would make from your from your friends. I didn't have any friends. They were (laughs) they were your friends, but yeah, they would make like folders and binders and put like all of the team like teammates' last names on it and like their jersey numbers and would carry it around school and it. So you'd kind of walk down the hallway and see your name and whatever, and it was pretty cool. Feels good. It does. I don't remember that part. You know, I don't remember much about how it felt then as much as I think about how I carry it forward now and apply that same, those same principles about fundamentals, teamwork, communication to my job now and what I do. Really? Oh, yeah, all the time. I don't think
1: I carry near as much as that from baseball because I so for the second season, there we always had these awards at the end of the season.
0: Um, you probably remember that more. Too I was, much, I was right? just about to say, I don't remember that at all. You don't remember the awards? No. Best defensive, player, most improved player. Oh, best yeah, player. yeah. Okay, I guess so.
1: Okay, so <clears throat> and after getting those awards, and I don't know if you remember, so you stopped playing for the Knights, but Um, and you can, I think you stopped playing baseball after that. Well, other than in college, but we're not talking about that yet.
0: Right. But you didn't play through high school. No, I tried out for the high school team. Well, through, through our high school though. Yeah. And I I didn't get, I didn't make it.
1: Do you remember I played, I, my, I I actually went to the Hornets.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) I totally forgot.
1: But so, oh my gosh, what Where was this shitty, shitty team? They were called the Hornets, right? Bad. It it was. I mean, it wasn't even baseball. Okay, it was. It was atrocious. It was awful. You you if you were playing the Hornets, it wasn't even a fun game. Guaranteed okay? win. Yeah. Well, our team disbanded. There was there was nothing left. You ever everyone went their own different ways in high school. Right. Yep. I wasn't done playing. I, I just won three awards, bro. I, most most awards. improved. I think you won. Best, best improved. defensive uh, best defensive player. And uh, I don't know if it was like most RBIs. There were three. I don't remember what it was. But I was like, I'm not done playing.
0: Wait, wasn't it? I, now that I'm, I'm remembering a little bit, wasn't there like you got best infield defense and I got best outfield defense? That's right. We both won best defensive awards. That's right. I will never forget.
1: <laughs> One of my biggest moments of my life. You know, I mean, about, yeah, it was, you know, slow mo walking up to this, get this award. But so I was, I'm just not done. And the only team that I could get on, or my dad, I don't know how it worked, dad got me on, whatever it was. Pulled the strings. It's the Hornets, right? <laughs> the coach was thrilled to have me. Okay. And so, I mean, immediately I'm batting leadoff, You know, um, no doubt about it. And I did not bat lead off on. I was going to say, night. what
0: did you bat on the Knights?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was fifth or sixth in a game. Yeah. Um. And so, if that tells, if if you know baseball, then you understand. If I'm batting sixth and I get moved to lead off, this this team is, it's lacking. It's hurting. So it, it lost a lot of the fun, man. You lose a lot of the fun when you when you're used to winning, then you just go back to losing. Well, and it's a whole different team. Like, all the
0: relationships
1: you had, all the history, well, it's gone, yeah. And, and when you get to the team and you realize, oh, they just don't give a shit. That's why they were so bad. That sucks. But, I mean, if we're talking, again, I mean, but that's moving into high school. So, again, like, when I said at the beginning of the cast, it's like, I was... I was nothing. I was just this. Oh, don't say I almost, that. I almost, no, I mean, I, I just feel like I stayed in sixth grade until ninth grade. And I was just this, this passerby, this wanderer who managed to fall into this school and had to do two years. It it, it felt like that. I did make an interception on flag football one time. Meant the world to me. Superhero gym class. Got a lot of high fives that day, man. I was like, oh, man, this ain't so bad,
0: you know. But it was bad. Yeah. Speaking of, think- oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Yours are probably going to be way better than mine. I don't know if you if you remember this or ever knew this. So I, I was in, we talked about this. I was in in-school suspension all the time. Oh, yeah, I remember. And so in-school suspension for people who don't know is where you can't go to class anymore. You have to go to like a special room with all the other kids who are in in school suspension and the teachers bring you your work. (laughs) And so there's one teacher there. It's kind of like detention, but all day. The teacher who doesn't want to be there is there, you know? Yeah. So the guy who was my in-school suspension teacher more often than not was a guy named Ron Culpa. Oh goodness. Do you know who that is? Wait, no, that, I don't know if that's right. Sounds like an NFL coach. Sounds like a Chicago Bears coach from the sixties. Maybe that's not right. I'll have to check. Anyway, he was studying to be a professional baseball umpire, and we would help him like quiz and stuff, professional MLB rules. He is now an umpire, and you can watch him all the time when you're watching games. Maybe that, maybe that's why he sounds familiar. Yeah, and like in my pro sports world of knowledge of. Barely whatever it is, but he sounds really familiar. Yeah, I think that's right. That might be the name of another coach at the school, but either way, the guy who was my ISS or in school suspension teacher, I helped study and quiz for his umpire test, which obviously he passed and is now an MLB umpire.
1: All thanks to you. I'm sure he might have like a tattoo, you
0: know, Roman. His- he's got on his red. 22. RPG. 22 tattooed on his yeah. back, real big. How could I do it without him? <laughs> he wouldn't remember <laughs> Jack about that. But it sounds like you had a really good two years, man.
1: It sounds like you had a really, really good two years now. And when we've mentioned school, but we've in baseball, is there anything else that you can think like? Because I mean, I don't know you don't want to drag anything down.
0: Right. But it sounds like you're about to drag it down though. It, it sounds, well, I can bring it back up. <laughs> don't say what you were going to say. And
1: maybe we'll get into this next because we're running on 25 minutes here. And, and uh, just for everyone who's knowing, I have four, four kids at the house. Uh, we're running to 8:30, but were we not in eighth grade? Well, we found out we were her mom had colon cancer. Yes. And that there was no uh, – really nothing that they were going to be able to do about
0: it. It was. Yeah, because she, yeah. she passed away the summer after our freshman year. Freshman year, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, I remember um, sitting in class – when she was having surgery, when we thought that there would be like, that uh-huh. it would be a simple surgery yeah, to, sense. yeah, it was one of the classes that was in the cafeteria where they pulled all those like dividers shut. Right. Yeah. I was sitting in there watching the clock thinking she's in surgery now. She's going to be okay. I'll hear right after school. But yeah, it was eighth grade that, that, that train came plowing into the family. Mm-hmm. But I associate it more with, high school years because we found we found out at the end of eighth grade and there there wasn't a lot of disruption or symptoms yet
1: and this says a lot about the age of middle school at 12 and 13 is okay you understand cancer's bad and you understand there's a surgery to see if we can remove it and you understand there's this possibility well i don't even think we really understood at that point either but just understanding the severity of what that meant. Of course, it was incredibly sad, right? When we found out that in eighth grade, of course, she, she didn't pass until high school, which we're getting to that. But I I, I don't think that's why it reflected through our junior high years or even that eighth grade is like, yes, it's incredibly sad, but being that age and knowing what that means and, and knowing the severity of what the situation is at that point with not being able to remove the cancer, um, and still just continue your day-to-day life and go to school and laugh and have fun and make new friends and play baseball and still go to practice and, and, and still do all these things. Yeah. But now as an adult, again, here we are 35, like how much different that would be in our lives now.
0: Yeah. There's no reference for it. There's nothing at that age. If you haven't gone through it before and, you know, people in our family had died, before grandparents mm-hmm. it seemed more normal um, but yeah, I don't think I ever grasped the, the significance or severity of it until it happened it, well I think the, the the time I remember most where it hit me and I was like, oh fuck was I think it was the day that she had was supposed to have surgery. And we were going to church. It was on a Wednesday and we went into the church building and our pastor met us at the Absolutely. door. Wednesday, that's right. And uh, said, Yeah, before you guys yeah. go downstairs, why don't you come into my office? And we walked in and dad and our sister Amy and our brother Jerry were all in the room with ghost white faces. And mm-hmm. none of them could even speak. And so we all they all just kind of looked at Pastor Jerry for him to be like so lead the way. Say so here, here's what's happening. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well let's let's not let's not we could we could we could go into that for for a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah I think you know, as you talk about those years, thinking about the, the funny things, the good things, the the things you really enjoyed and you know, something like mom getting sick happening at the same time you kind of learned that life is never really all bad or all good mm-hmm. that we all are experiencing all kinds of things at any given time. And part of going through life is kind of being with all of it. Yeah. And, and another thing you realize is like a lot, the
1: lot that matters is the friends that you're with while it happens.
0: Yeah. The people or in or your case, the no friends.
1: Yeah. Or, <laughs> Or no friends, a lot of friends, a lot of self self thinking. <laughs> um, no, but we'll, we'll get into that next week. I think that a lot of that's in the high school. A lot of that, I know a lot of that for me um, affected the way I handled even 15 through 20. I mean, well, I think not well, so I- much 12, 13, 14.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe your life is this way too, but as I think about my life, even now, even though I've lived more life after mom died than before she did, yeah, that is still like the big before and after moment of life. There it is Before that happened, and there's after that happened.
1: But and you might not realize that until, you don't realize that right
0: away. No, you don't.
1: You don't know that until... It's it's way beyond the point that you can even change anything about how you com- initially reacted to it. It's way beyond that point.
0: Well, at fifteen, yeah.
1: how would you know well, anything? It's, it's terrible. Age. It's a terrible age for that to happen uh, for anybody. But <clears throat> you 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 kind of mold into the person you are with that, but you don't realize that.
0: No, you don't. You don't. And. So So if you go back to something that you said.
1: We'll get into that for sure. I mean, definitely.
0: Yeah. So I'll just, I'll end that thought with, I'll I'll go back to kind of how you started, where you said, in your mind, junior high is where our paths diverged. I think it was Mm -hmm. when mom got sick. Yeah.
1: I think we both handled it different, different ways, but. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, that's an understatement. Let's say that. Interesting. So I can't, I can't wait to talk about that because I mean, yeah, now that you say that's when I can start thinking that we, you know, our, our paths kind of went separate ways and, and it is, I, I won't, I won't take away from that. And I still believe that, but <clears throat> only into a way that a seventh and eighth grader can see that lives are changing. I mean, so, Obviously, it's not these big picture ideas that, oh, he's, he, he's going this way with his life and I'm going this way with mine. Obviously, that's not going to happen until you're older. Um, but that's where you start forming your, your really your own ideas and start really getting an idea of the friends you want to have, the group you want to hang out with, the lifestyle you want to live. And it can change. Absolutely. It always does. It does. And, and it always will, even as adults. But that's where it started. And I think even more so in high school.
0: Yeah. So what I learned today is how you viewed yourself in junior high as kind of the, the <laughs> quiet kid, no friends, kind yeah. of just kind of chugging through. I didn't know that. I appreciate knowing that about you and that, that that point in time was really the ramp up into some real definitive moments, I think, for both of us. Yeah. It, it's
1: a, yeah, you're right.
0: Which I'm excited to, to start talking about next week and and digging more into. I think that's where a lot of substance will come from. But this was a, a great catch up. A lot of fun talking baseball, talking junior yeah, high.
1: Yeah, your your your
0: your prime years. Well, that's the thing. After that, I mean, anything else we talk about is I was never as popular as I was in junior high ever again. No, no, oh, ever again. Well, you're still a cool guy. I like you. May- oh, thank you.
1: Enjoy talk- I enjoy talking to you. We can do this again next week. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I had a good time and I feel I feel bad for not having uh, much more than I had today. Um but like I told you earlier, I just I was an observer and, and uh just just really watched you, uh to be honest, I just, just kind of watched you do your thing and just like, okay, I'm observing. He's doing great. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, come high school, boy, we can run. We can run that one back for two or three weeks with school. So things really take off. Yeah. Well, go get to your kids. Good talking to you. Got work tomorrow, so we'll do this again. And um, great talking to you again, dude. You too. Love you, buddy. Love you. Bye.